Today, we have a question that addresses a very common issue where one spouse wants to fix the marriage and improve things, but the other one seems stuck and won't move. Welcome to the Only You Forever podcast. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you've been looking for. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Verlinda Simone Gendel. Hey everybody, this is Q&A episode number eight, about a wife who wants to fix her marriage and her husband won't get on board with it, with the repair process. Hmm. So during the summer, we've been handling a question every week from one of our email subscribers, and I think this pretty much wraps it up for the summer. Mm-hmm. Last week, we answered a question about what to do when your spouse is parading their improving physique on social media, and that doesn't feel very good for you. Well, I think the question was actually about boundaries about social media. Yeah. But, you know. If you missed that, be sure and go back and grab it and also check out episode 90 that we did a while ago on why social media or how social media is destroying your marriage. You can get that episode at oif.link slash nine zero. Also, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future shows from us. And today's question. So they write in background. I grew up in an abusive home. My father is an addict and a bully, but my mother never reported his abuse to authorities or tried to explain that what he was doing was wrong. We just pretended that nothing had happened afterwards. My husband grew up in a home with not much affection or healthy communication. I'm a newly trained mediator and I know we have issues, small issues, but after 11 years, they have grown to cause serious problems. But when I try and utilize my training, his radar goes up and he shuts down even though my communication is pretty terrible when I'm not using mediation. Or at least we have these awful cycles. He says he can't talk to me when I'm upset, voice raised, or if I'm panicky or angry. He brings up things unrelated to what we are discussing, which granted, yes, need attention, but if I'm trying to resolve something that's bothering me and I want peace and harmony and to be a team instead of petty and effective blamers, in my opinion, he sabotages the conversation and I go back to reptilian brain, angry or hurt mode, and everything shuts down. So my question is, I'm trying so damn hard. I know he would like this stuff resolved too, but how on earth can things get fixed when he seems to prefer our dance of dysfunction? And also, side note, I had a dream last night about being sad and single and so lonely and thinking of ways to meet someone to love and cherish me and be on the same side together, only to realize in my dream that I'm married. In my dream, I had forgotten, apparently. Dark, foreboding stuff. Signed, sad, and ready to give up. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. So let's start at the back on the dream. So okay. I think some, you know, maybe people are going to think about the lunch here, but I think that dreams often, not always, but often will express uh, parts of our subconsciousness that are real, but have not had a voice. Okay. And so the valid part of your dream is that desire to be loved and cherished and to be on the same side. Mm-hmm. And what I would encourage you to do, sad and ready to give up in Alberta, is yeah, so I would take that and channel that in a good direction, which you're trying to do, which she's trying to do into her marriage, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I get to that it's been 11 years and that's a long time and and this has been very frustrating and very difficult for you and I would encourage you to keep sustaining it. I think what's happened, obviously, is you've become a mediator and you've realized that there are skills, there are ways to solve problems that you guys have been stuck on before or stuck on for a long time. And you're trying to use those skills to solve those problems. And her husband is disengaging and stepping back. Am I right? Is that what you're reading? Yeah. Like I can hear when you switch into counseling mode. Like when I'm talking to you, babe? Yeah. Yeah. And And what's that like for you? Well, when you're talking to others, I think it's really neat to listen. Yeah. Like if we're in a group conversation. 
But when you're talking to me, it's like, okay, I just want to talk to my husband right now, not my counselor. Yeah. And so he might be going like, yeah, nice job on the mediator skills, but I don't want mediated on. I just want my wife. I just want my wife. Yeah. But he's not acting like he wants his wife. No, he's not. Okay. So here's what I'm, I'm going to take a, a wild crack at it. So we have two or three paragraphs of information here. Yeah. And so the usual qualifiers apply, but what I hear and what I see in this is a classic pursue withdraw cycle. So she's pursuing him mm-hmm. and she has been for a long time. So I get that from, uh, she says, talks about awful psychos. He can't talk to me when I'm upset, voice raised. If I'm panicked, you're angry, right? Yeah. So she's on the pursuing side. She's loud. She gets angry. She's really afraid underneath that, but her voice is raised. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so when she's in that place, she's desperately trying to save the marriage. Yeah. She wants these things resolved. Yes. So what I would like to say to her is this seems almost unbelievable, but when he shuts down, pulls back and turns off, he sabotages the conversation. Oh yeah. His radar goes up and he shuts down. She said that earlier. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, he's trying to save the marriage too, because he thinks if this gets out of control, I'm going to lose her. And this seems almost unbelievable when I start working with people in therapy on this, but this, it plays out time and time and time again, that this is actually what's happening. Hmm. And the great irony is if you can both stop and acknowledge that you're trying to save the marriage, but in the very exact ways by which you're trying to save this marriage, you're actually kind of driving yourselves apart. Mm -hmm. Then you realize that, you know what, there's some real goodwill here that's really not working. Yeah. So it's kind of an encouraging thought and a reality check at the same time. Hmm. So check out episode number 94. Uh, you can get that at oyf.link slash 94. It's called The One Thing Every Distressed Marriage is Doing Wrong. And I talk more about this issue. Okay. And what I'm wondering is when now she has this mediator skills, even though she has more skills and she has a more tactical and a more informed way of approaching the problem, she's still the pursuer attacker, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. And and he's still withdrawing, maybe because now not only is he has he been trying to save the marriage, but he also feels like he's a project or he needs, he He's sees you as needing on. to fix him, oh. which is, you know, who's going to get excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so he's backing off now. I feel like I'm being too hard on her and not on him, but is that, am I coming across like that? Um, but, I mean, she's the one who asked the question, so I am challenging her. Yeah. And no, I think what you're saying is true though, just to give her that hope that you're both wanting to save the yeah. marriage. Yeah. And, giving her some male perspective. Okay. So go for it. And so I guess the question is, what can she do differently? How, and she's asking the question, how can things get fixed when he seems to prefer our dance of dysfunction? Well, it's really hard to break out of those old patterns, right? Mm -hmm. And where I see, or let me go back a step. So think of your marriage as a system. Like you guys have this dance, you have the system by which you interact. Mm -hmm. So if you step out of it, if she steps out of it, he has to do something differently. Okay. And what's happened is that she's been pursuing or attacking. She's added in the mediator skills, but the mediator skills have really just come across as more of the same where she was to him, to him, whereas to her, she thinks that that's stepping out, I'm guessing. Yeah. But it's not. So to step out means that you want to try to do something that's different. And for you, uh, really kind of softening down and speaking out of your vulnerability and your desire to connect with him in a non-aggressive, non-confronting, non-pursuing way, more like think inviting or curious as mm-hmm. an approach mm-hmm. and maintaining that for a little while, that's going to give him a whole new experience that he doesn't have a paradigm for 
And he'll have to adjust, I would think. Like he can't use the usual thing that he's been doing if she does tries this and maintains it. He's got to try something different. Okay. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Now, just kind of manage your expectations there as you've written into us. And this is such a great question because so many people struggle with this. So I really appreciate the chance to explain it. But just manage your expectations because I work with couples in this. When I do therapy with couples, I take them through this and it takes weeks of like me acting as a professional to shift them out of, to really identify that cycle, understand it, begin to shift them out of that into another place. So if you're not able to make this shift yourselves, like, and sometimes it's too hard when your own system, just definitely reach out to me and I would love to be able to help you guys Mm -hmm. with this Mm -hmm. because it is hard to do, but I wanted to give something that she could maybe start and try on her own. Yeah. So she also says things in here about, he brings up things unrelated to what we are discussing. Granted, yes, they need attention, but she's trying to, you know, do the one thing at a time and he sabotages it. How would she respond to that? Like when you bring up something and he says, yeah, well, what about this, 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 and this? Like, how do you do something different there? Well, that's not fair play on his part to resolve an argument at all. No. But he probably feels that they can never resolve their arguments. So why bother start this one? Yeah. So this is just another way of stopping it from escalating. Oh, Except it does, because then she goes to reptilian brain, angry and hurt and everything. Oh, but everything shuts everything down. Everything shuts down. Which is what he wants. Because then it appears calmer, because to him, calmer is safer. Oh, okay. See how that works? Yeah. Is yeah. it good for the marriage? No, absolutely not. But it kind of looks like it works to okay, him. Okay, to him. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This is why, and this is how couples get stuck. So it means it's a really tough position to be in, but there is a way out of this. You know, if there's anything I can give you, it's hope that there is a way out of this. And to that end, you might want to start that with a discussion. Like a lot of people will come to marriage problems with, you never do this, you never do that, and they're attacking. Mm -hmm. But what would it be like to come to this situation with, you know, would you like something more from our marriage? Or would you like our marriage to go back to how it was when we used to get along and we enjoyed each other's company? Hmm. And do you ever long for those days? And then what if we went and just tried to counselor together? Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. So do you think, like after 11 years, that they're so stuck they need a counselor? I have no idea. But this, okay. is, this is a long time. It is if a it's long been like time. this for 11 years, not just because I'm a counselor, but I do think that your best chances are with a counselor. Okay. Because 11 years into this with things not going well and feeling very stuck, your marriage is in a precarious situation. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I just say that in the sense of I wouldn't kind of experiment with it. I would get real proper get help. Real. Okay. From, and if, if you prefer to see someone in person over myself, you want to find a marriage therapist specifically, not just a therapist who does marriage, but one who has training in specific marriage therapies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not good enough to see an individual counselor. Okay. Or it's not likely to be. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. Did we, do you think we answered enough of that? I think so. Yeah. I mean, we did give the reference to that other episode too. Yeah. Which we'll fill in some of the blanks more. on the, on the theory. Yeah. Okay. So we're recording ahead of time because we're traveling. So we don't have a review on iTunes, but if you would like to get involved in our mission to save marriages through our podcast, we would like to ask you to contribute to our crowdfunding campaign. Again, we are trying to reach 5,000 marriages a week. We're over halfway there. Thanks to those that have contributed, but we can't keep going without your help. And for even $5 a month, you can help us move towards making that a reality please go to oif.link slash give to learn more about how you can help us reach more marriages. 
So I guess, Caleb, next week we should be back to our regular programming. Yeah. And we're going to be speaking to the situation where you decided to stay married for the kids' sake. And they're growing up and ready to move out. And now what? Yeah. That's a little bit beyond our stage of life, but should be it interesting. Is, but there's we'll the, all get there. It's the outcome of that choice of, hey, let's not get divorced for the kids. Uh-oh, which happens. Which a lot of people, earlier they go down that road. And I commend them for wanting to give their kids an intact family unit. Yeah, yeah. But we would like you to save your marriage properly, too. Mm-hmm. Guess we don't need to discuss the whole thing this week. No. <laughs> Can't wait. So that's all for today's episode. If you want to review this question online, read up on it or share it with others, you can do that via our short link to this episode at oif.link slash QA8. So again, we'd love to hear from you. You know, go to our website, onlyyouforever.com and contact us. Send us an email. You know, leave us a review. It's all good. Thanks. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the onlyyouforever.com podcast. Please help us reach and influence a wider audience by rating and reviewing our podcast at onlyyouforever.com slash love. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.